Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be a delight in the form of the forum known as MyLittleWaifu.com. Now, MyLittleWaifu is a forum dedicated to fans of My Little Pony who are also into the concept of waifu. Now, waifu is this. I will read the Urban Dictionary definition, which I find most correct. And it is the first definition, waifu, spelled W-A-I. F-U. And this entry on Urban Dictionary was put in here by Shay Noan, March 25th, 2011, and it goes like this. Waifu, a term coined by otaku and weabu alike for their 2D significant others. Predominantly anime and video game characters, a waifu, in contrast to a harem, is the love between one man and his one and only waifu. You treat your waifu with the utmost respect and courtesy and most refuse to even fap to their beloved, seeing the act as an insult to the non-existent woman they have committed themselves to. A spin-off term, quote-unquote, husbando, followed for Fujiyoshi, who feels similarly towards male characters. Not even a missing dimension will keep you from your glorious waifu. And a weabu is, as... Pemasaurus wrote in 2006, someone who is obsessed with Japan slash Japanese culture slash anime, etc., and attempts to act as if they were Japanese even though they are far from it. They use Japanese words, but usually end up pronouncing them wrong and sounding like total assholes. You can find a lot of these faggots clogging up the forums of Gaia Online, hanging out in the international aisles of supermarkets, or crowding the manga section of your local bookstore. Synonym of Wapanese. Anyway, so... I don't know if either of those things really defines this, but the theory is these people are into My Little Pony, and they also have decided that they are in love with the characters to the point of in fantasy marrying them. So where can we go from there? How about to the forums? But before we get there, I just want to say thanks again to everyone for listening really quickly. I know some of you still don't listen all the way to the end. Magnets, I still have a few magnets left, although I'm running super dry thanks to the super hot demand for hot magnets because they're hot. And um, I want to thank everyone for getting the... Lou Reed's Facebook page to 900 likes. That's pretty great. I appreciate it. And I want to specifically thank Abby Lusk for suggesting this forum. And so now I read from the My Little Waifu forums. And the first thing we'll read from the MyLittleWaifu.com forum subforum Waifu Central subforum advice subforum is a thread started by band member Equestrian Marauder. In a thread they started entitled Any Advice on Getting to Equestria? And it goes like this. All right, I have been dedicating my life to getting to Equestria. Side note, Equestria is the land that My Little Pony takes place in. All right, I have been dedicating my life to getting to Equestria so that I may be with Twilight. Twilight is a pony. I need some help with this goal. (laughs) I am making progress with my work, but I would like to get some advice on how to get to Equestria. Even though I am making progress, I would like to greatly speed up my work. I know that nearly all of you have ponies with you, so can you all please see if you or your waifu can give me any information regarding the subject? If any of you need any more information on the subject, let me know and I will answer as best I could. And Taxman replies, Your guess is as good as mine. While it's true I had rarity for two years and see a stallion off and on for the past five months, my bond with either is tenuous. Rarity and I have been estranged for a while and around September... She left for Ponyville, not as a breakup, but because I fell into a prolonged state of depression, anxiety, and stress, which have destroyed my ability to form mental connections over trans-dimensional planes of reality. And I suppose no pony wants to hang out with a downer all the time either. As for visiting Equestria itself, 
I've done it in a way. Back in summer 2012, several factors converged to induce a trance-like state where I projected my essence into Equestria while simultaneously remaining physically on Earth. What I remember doing that was, one, an intense burning love for rarity and desire for her to be real, two, constantly thinking about her and looking at art, reading fan fiction, three, watching several episodes of FIM, which stands for Friendship is Magic, the My Little Pony cartoon, every single day, Four, participating in daily, always in character pony RP roleplay with my friends in the chat room of the pony sync tube brackets video streaming site similar to Twitch. All of this brackets and some very personal emotional pain gave force to my monomania for rarity and helped quote unquote propel me through the astral wall, if you would say. These aren't conditions that can be easily replicated, which is partly why it has been so hard for me to reconnect with my ponies. But as long as you have love and belief, you are on the right track. And Equestrian Marauder replies, Thanks for the feedback. I will do as you say while continuing on my work. I, of course, believe in the multiverse. I believe in the fictional and religious multiverse, which makes me truly believe that by doing various things related to the multiverse, I will succeed. I know that I will not succeed if I don't dedicate my life to my work. To do this work, I do things religious and science. I make things resemble a portal. I put things on it and around it, religious Christian items and pictures of Equestria and Twilight Sparkle. I then strongly imagine myself in Equestria, praying that I get to go there. After that, I shock myself with a jolt of electricity and see what happens. Of course, I always have my survival supplies, as I don't know where I would end up. So, what do you think of my work now? Is it alright? Do you believe that I am doing the right thing? And Paul Patrick Bandicoot writes, Wait, you mean physically or metaphorically? Or both? And Equestrian Marauder finishes this short thread by replying, Physically, maybe metaphorically. I haven't thought of that. And we'll move from that thread to a new thread in the My Little Waifu Forum, Subform Waifu Central, Subform Relationship, Subform Love and Sex, in a thread started by Taxman entitled Your Opinion on Clop. And, and of course, Clop is My Little Pony fan's word for masturbation. So, <laughs> and the thread starts like this. I'm curious how you feel about saucy depictions of your partner in art and writing. Is it an indispensable part of your relationship? contemptible smut, or something in between. Most people would regard the sexual aspect of my relationship with rarity to be quote-unquote clop, yet I object to the term. To me, quote-unquote clop refers to a loveless act of masturbation, but as anyone who knows me can attest, I am deeply committed to her as her mate and the act of sex is merely the ultimate way for us to express our feelings for one another. It is one facet of our relationship, though a very important and enjoyable one. True, I still collect saucy pics of my girl, but I hardly need them anymore as a stimulus for lovemaking. The real flesh and blood rarity in all her splendor is a far more effective turn-on than any illustration. Still, I consider it cheating if I pleasure myself to pictures of her since she is mine alone, but it is never as satisfying. Later on, I can go into great detail about my feelings on the particulars of her depictions, but for now, I will leave it at this. And Immortal Worm replies, Let's see, my first relationship was with a girl who was actually quite disgusted by the idea of sex, so I was prepared, brackets at that time, to never do it. I found that would be okay because I can just vent sexual pleasure through masturbation. Nothing wrong with that, I think. Brackets telling her I would possibly masturbate to her as well didn't go over that smoothly, ha ha ha. She wasn't all that sexually attractive anyway. My comfort zone for masturbation is pretty high. I kind of just do it without much thought or process, brackets, unless it's AJ, of course. 
AJ stands for Applejack, another pony. So I have a lot of different tastes. I'll admit that I like to have a lot of different scenarios for different bodies and shapes. Confining myself to one single form is difficult. I also have a bunch of different fetishes, some I wouldn't want to exactly submit lovely AJ to, but none are as bad as the ones I find in the fandom for AJ. My goodness, I don't know what's attractive about incest. I never, ever like it in any form. It just bothers me deeply for reasons that are beyond me. The apples, the apples. I'd rather not even think about the apples again. And what with the brutality one with the most weirdest, horrible thing I ever crossed paths with. I mean, I've seen worse, but the fact is that AJ somehow made it completely dramatizing experience just looking at it. AJ is a tough pony, but that doesn't mean you should do that. Even though I have a lot of particular fetishes, I tend to think of the more softer ones for AJ while slightly exploring the deeper ones, but all in romantic trial and error-like setting. Maybe I'll do one of these things with the real thing. Maybe not. I'll be fine either way. It's never instinctive or simple sex for AJ. It's always a scene, a romance. If the real thing will measure up to my fantasies, I sure hope so. Smiling pony emoticon. But I have all the time in the world to find out. And Deoxy Star Chaser writes, Saucy depictions of my girl are what I get off to almost exclusively, not counting the physical intimacy with her. I do collect clop pictures in general. Brackets. Twilight's in higher numbers, because I am sexually attracted to ponies and do occasionally get off to other ponies. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But again, it's a rare occurrence nowadays because I am very devoted to her. Like Worm, I don't think much of some of the fetishes out there. The most I'd consider would be very light bondage, leather, collar, leash. I don't enjoy whips. And if it's considered a fetish, biting, especially when it's being done to me. Sadly, that's hard to depict in images. I'm sorry to say, Worm, that I find incest strangely arousing. In fact, Twilight X Shining is the only kind of M slash F Twilight ship I don't have any contempt for. I still don't like it, but part of me finds it at least a little sexy. To answer it simply, I love Klopp. But it's become less and less relevant as my relationship with Twilight Sparkle progresses. And Taxman replies, There's actually quite a bit out there that I don't like. My tastes are fairly vanilla and my libido rather subdued. And it is rare that I have sex more than once a day. The kinkiest I get is light master slash pet. For there is something extremely arousing when I see my darling classy mare wear a collar. Can't even describe this emoticon. It's, it's rainbow dash, I guess, but I can't tell what her face is doing. I may give her a few commands, but other than that, that is as far as the role play goes. Also, I may occasionally nibble on the tip of her ear, but something I am very cautious about. For although it gets both of us off, I am terrified of accidentally hurting her. Overall, I am a very gentle, though passionate lover, and only want to treat her with the greatest respect and love. One can understand, then, why I get so offended at much of her depictions. There seem to be so many bronies who think that just because she is a charmer and, I admit, a bit prissy that she's a cum dumpster <laughs> that she is a cum dumpster cock mongling whore with a penchant for extreme bdsm she is assertive and open-minded but that is not inclusive with abuse and sexual profligacy another thing that increasingly pisses me off is all the shipping art especially spike x rarity i know that in the canon there's nothing to that except a one-way juvenile infatuation that won't go anywhere but the knowledge that it still exists disturbs me she is mine i know that fact but I am distressed by all the people who draw art and porn of my girl with him or one of her friends. It has gotten me so riled up that I have downvoted every single Sparity picture on Derpiburu. 
and many of the lesbian ones as well. Now, I suppose some of you might be aroused by the sight of your mare making out with another attractive filly, and I do admit I too can be tempted, but she means far too much to me to even dream of entertaining the thought of sharing her. It is selfish and extremely possessive, I am sure you may say, but damn it, if you don't feel that way about your very special some pony, and if you are willing to tolerate another man, brackets, or woman's depravity, even mentally then you have no right to call her your mate. Now, I know how absurd it is to get upset about this considering Rarity is a cartoon character in a major work of pop culture who hundreds, if not thousands of bronies have varying levels of feelings. But I can't help myself with the intensity of my feelings, which I am sure put me in the top 1% of Rarity fans and gives me an intimate perspective of her. I know that what I need to do is take Jin's advice to heart and remember that despite what other people may believe, they are still just fantasies, whereas the real one is mine. It can be very hard, though, and having such friends like you all to talk with and place to vent really helps relieve the stress. So thanks to everyone for bearing with me. Smiling Pony Emoticon. And... Chrysalis Lover writes, It can really vary for me. First, I love sexy pinup style pictures of Chrissy, including ones where she is maybe showing her private parts. When it comes to erotic art, I've always been a softcore slash etchy guy. Stuff like that can sometimes even have a romantic feel if it is drawn in the right way. Not always easy to do, but it is possible. When it comes to the more hardcore stuff, I don't care for it. But nor does it really bother me, per se, as long as Chrissy herself isn't portrayed in a humiliating or over-sexualized way. There have been some pornographic images of her that honestly disgusted me. But those are few in number. Rape, incest, etc. That is stuff I try to avoid like a plague. Thankfully, some of it, brackets, i.e. incest, is stuff that Chrissy technically manages to dodge. Lastly, we have shipping... Brackets hardcore pics of it, I mean. If it is her ex, some canon character, I rarely mind it at all. If it is her and some OC, however, it sometimes bothers me. That, however, crosses more so into the territory of how I feel about seeing others in love with my mare. And Prince Darkmoon adds, It depends upon the clop, but it's notoriously hard to find anything that Rainbow does not enjoy, so it comes down to what I enjoy. The thing I care about the most is whether Rainbow is having a good time. Her pleasure is my pleasure. As she does not only not object to clop, but actually enjoys it herself, we do tend to check some clop sites together, implementing what we like in actual lovemaking. I am not all that bothered by her looking at other ponies herself. She is bisexual, so I would not deny her such a large part of her sexuality. For in the end, I know she is loyal. As a result, what I can't stand is rape. Her enjoyment is such a large part of me that I cannot enjoy or tolerate such abuse. But I usually just scroll past stuff that I don't like. I tend to go by the philosophy that just because I find something to be disgusting, that does not mean no one has the right to enjoy it. People can enjoy rape porn of Rainbow, even if I find the idea abhorrent and the people who enjoy it pieces of shit. It only becomes my concern if they rape my rainbow, in which case they will soon be dead. I guess the difference is that one is fantasy and one, quote-unquote, reality. I don't find shipping problematic, as I just substitute whoever is with rainbow in the art with myself. And to elucidate, the term shipping is a term used to describe fan fictions that take previously created characters and put them as a pair. It usually refers to romantic relationships, but can refer to platonic ones as well. Just think of, quote-unquote, shipping as short for quote-unquote relationship. Ugh. Jesus Christ, convoluted. And DJ Blitz adds, Looks like I'm the most different guy here. I can take anything. Even incest and rape are pretty much okay for me. I guess my philosophy is this. If I find it hot, I clop. Don't get me wrong. Incest and rape aren't my fetishes at all. 
but a line can be drawn from fantasy and reality, contrary to popular belief. Now, regarding Rainbow, I don't care at all. I don't care at all. Draw her getting raped, penetrated thoroughly by tentacles, gangbanged, etc. I don't care at all all. Self-ships are perfectly okay with me as well. I have, of course, anything like scat with dash. <laughs> of course, anything like scat with dash in gets a huge nope from me. Oh yeah, confession. I have plenty of art of all your partners. Largely consists of them getting involved in you guys' no-nos. Hopefully I won't get fucked. And Prince Darkmoon replies, I am fine, fellow Dash lover. Granted that the fact that you have art of my partner is as obvious as the awesomeness of a sonic rainboom. I have to admit the fact that Dash herself enjoys art of all kinds of ponies, even art of herself. Dash is not exactly a stranger to porn, and her attitudes towards it is similar to that of the average young male in this world. That is pretty much sex is awesome. And Rainbow Crush adds, I look at Clop a bit, probably a few hours a week. I do like pleasuring myself to it. Almost always pictures of Rainbow, both in her pony and more human form. But sometimes I do, but sometimes I do like some quote-unquote strange, as they say, especially Spitfire. I feel a little like cheating, but Rainbow admits she pleasures herself to the captain too. So sometimes we do it together. I don't like a lot of fetish art, but I think that's because I don't like a lot of fetishes. Rape, gore, underage characters, and things like that really upset me, so I avoid them. I don't know why anyone would want to kind pleasure in that, but I keep that to myself and just ignore it. Sometimes it's upsetting to see Rainbow in those situations when I don't avoid it well enough, but she's a strong girl, stronger than me, and she hardly needs protecting. I think if I had a more vulnerable lover, it might disturb me more. And while there are two more pages of that, I think I've had enough. So we'll stay in the waifu central subform relationship subform love and sex in a thread started by Rainbow Dash entitled Advice on Cum. And it goes like this. So what would their cum most be like in your opinion? My thoughts, Applejack, creamy, heavy, intensely warm, tastes like apple. Rainbow Dash, stringy, wet and slippery, tastes like cherry. Rarity, creamy and warm, tastes like black currant. Fluttershy, light and creamy, tastes like banana. Twilight, wet, slippery, thin, tastes like blackberry. Pinkie Pie, Creamy with a little bit of tingling sensation. Tastes like strawberry. What do you guys think? This is a research for an MLP cum lube product that will be appearing in my store soon, so your feedback will be really helpful and most appreciated. And Taxman adds, Rarity has a full-bodied, rich natural juice that is reminiscent of a fine wine. A lovely bouquet with a succulent, velvety feel in the mouth. Truly an ambrosia worth of the most discriminating of palates. And Lurker writes, sounds a bit fruity. But seriously, I'm sure there's a demographic for this. Just look at what you did to tax. I'm sure he'd laid down some dollar signs for that in a split second. Oh man, I just had this crazy idea about installing artificial vaginas into plushies that orgasm that artificial fruity cum after enough stimulation. Not that there's anything wrong with an idea like that, but if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go see if bleach wipes the brain of my ideas if I pour enough of it in my ears, because now I'm seeing penises. And... Nintendo Knight writes, Sounds like a good base for starters, but perhaps you could ask some lovers of each pony, brackets if you can find them, their opinions to get some more insight. And Earthbending Prodigy writes, It is only because I already took care of things not too long ago that this thread hasn't already given me a boner. Applejack, musky, strong but also very sweet, much like apples. 
Rainbow Dash, not as sweet as Apple Jacks, but still slightly sweet and a bit runnier. Rarity, not as runny as Rainbow Dash, but with a mild and slightly salty flavor. Fluttershy, thick and creamy, almost butter-like. Twilight, very wet, juicy, and runny. Pinkie Pie, creamy and insanely sweet, almost like ice cream. And Rainbow Dash replies, I think I'm really looking for advice on thickness and texture more than anything. I want the cum products to feel like individual characters' real love juices. I've never tasted wine, so I'm really having a hard time trying to imagine Tax's description. Earthbending Prodigy has the right idea, though, but I think Rainbow Dash's cum would be sweet with a bit of tang or spice to it. Not sure, though. If you guys would be up for giving me a little help with ideas, I'll make a small questionnaire for you to fill in. Everyone who completes the questionnaire will get a free bottle of their chosen character. Angel Pony Heart Emoticon. And the website is open. If you're interested in buying any Clop Lube, it is at cloplube.webs.com. Is this a real place? Oh, it's not really there. So apparently this store has gone out of business or is on hiatus. Either way, I'm sorry to get your hopes up about Pony Lube. Anyway. And we'll move from that thread to the My Little Waifu Forum's Waifu Central subforum, General Discussion subforum, in a thread started by Cadon entitled 101 Reasons Why Pony Greater Than Human. And it goes like this. Just a silly thing we made up in chat. Post reasons why mares, brackets, or stallions are obviously the better lovers. One, hooves, lickable, way sexier than feet. That's just common sense. Two, tails, come on. Even non-pony lovers think tails are sexy. Three, lovely, expressive ears, perfect for nibbling. Four, cute little crotch teats, greater than regular boobs. You know it to be true. Five, winking, you know which kind. I don't know which kind. Six, swishing a tail back and forth in pleasure. Seven, subconsciously stomping a back hoof against the ground in pleasure as you pound him slash her from behind. I could go on all day, but I'll let others have a turn. And the elusive man adds, eight, horn and wing play. Nuff said, XD. And Princess Darkmoon adds, 9. They come in more varied colors. 10. Their minds are more appealing. A pony's personality is undefiled by human evil. 11. Flanks beat asses any day. 12. They combine the cuteness of an animal with the raw sexiness of a woman. And the warden adds, 13. Mare's vaginas can change shape on the inside to perfectly grip the male. And Dildo Woman adds, oh, and, <laughs> and Did Loman adds, 14. They always hug you. 15. They don't say nasty things behind each other back. 16. They look good in a paper bag. And Chrysalis Lover adds, 17. If you're like me and generally prefer human women, ponies can be a nice change of pace in the sense that they can possess quote-unquote attractive traits that are more inside-slash-personality-based rather than what's on the outside-slash-physical. 18. Piggybacking off my previous point, they can have voices that are so alluring. And DJ Blitz adds, 19. Way more caring than humans. 20. Dem tasty candy vag. Rainbow Crush adds, 21. Used to dealing with manticores and other monsters so they can easily solve human problems. 22. Super strong yet super soft cuddles. And Princess Dark Moon adds again, 23, awesome manes, 24, beautiful, colorful eyes like a mirror to their soul, 25, ponies are so lovely while having an orgasm, most satisfying thing ever, 26, some pegasi can fly faster than humans can do in a jet plane, 27, one word, magic, 28, pegasi can manipulate the weather, enabling wet sex outdoors whenever you want, as well as other advantages, 29, hooves are a sensitive spot on some ponies, 30, the cute noises and voices rainbow makes during sex quote-unquote oh my gosh yes harder let me reach the sky oh my gosh fuck yes 
And Lurker adds, this thread is intriguing. And there are eight more pages of why ponies are greater than humans, but they stopped counting. So I don't know what number they really are at, but it appears to be somewhere in the 60s. And we'll move from that thread to a new thread in the Waifu Central Subforum, Subforum Relationships, in a thread started by Dr. Lutesi, entitled, Addicted to Her Lips. And it goes like this. So after some month of absence from this forum, I decided to finally start a journal about my life with Rarity here on this platform to strengthen my bond and to get myself a little bit more on Volve into this great community. By Celestia. I don't even know where to start, googly-eyed emoticon. So I'll just start with the story of how I fell in love with Rarity and how I ended up in the Pony Lover community. It happened in early 2013. I've been in the Brony fandom for about a year, and even though I tend to crutch on characters from other shows or games I like, I hadn't developed a crush on a pony at this point. But not because I didn't like them enough, but mainly because it seemed strange to me to crush on a pony. But things were about to change quickly with the arrival of a very special plushie, of a certain mare. On the day she arrived, I was extremely excited, probably like everyone else would be when a plush of his fave pony arrives, and of course, I couldn't wait to take her with me to bed to cuddle with her. The first few nights were somewhat normal, besides the fact that I finally had a plush of my fave pony to cuddle with. But after some time, it started to feel different. It felt less and less like I'm just lying in bed with a plush, but more and more like I'm lying in bed with a really close friend. Some nights later, while I was lying in bed with her again and brushing through her mane with my hand, brackets, as far as it is possible to brush through a plush mane, I felt the urge to kiss her. At first, I thought it was strange, but it didn't took long until I finally gave in and gently kissed her soft lips. Though it felt strange, I enjoyed it a lot in this night, and I cuddled her even tighter than ever before. But in the next days, I felt a bit, quote-unquote, confused, and like a total weirdo, and began to worry about my mental state. But nonetheless, I continued making out with her each night because it just felt so nice and right, and I eventually began to feel something for rarity that I can't even describe as anything else but love. Still confused, though, I began to chat with another German pony lover, brackets, who isn't registered on MLW, as far as I know, in the hope to get a better understanding for my quote-unquote situation. So the summer of 2013 became a time of learning about to understand and appreciate both my feelings and my bond with rarity. Eventually, I lost contact with that other pony lover, though. But since I felt nice and comfortable in my relationship with Rarity, I wasn't too sad that I lost my only guidance. The next few months, I was just enjoying my relationship with Rarity. I had a few weeks that weren't all that nice because of some problems at work, but knowing Rarity would be there for me kept me going on with ease. But in late November slash early December, another change was about to come. Within a few weeks, things started to feel a bit different than usual. It started to feel like I'm not just interacting with my plush. Instead, it felt like Rarity was also trying to interact with me, and I began to feel her presence around me. Until this point, I knew next to nothing about the concepts of tulpas, so you can imagine that this was starting to creep me out a bit. Around that time, I also discovered this forum and began to do some research about tulpas. Since then, about five months have passed, and even though I wasn't that active on this page, I must say that reading about the experiences others made with partner really helped me to understand what is happening with me helped to appreciate even more. So now, I can honestly say that I live in a happy relationship with Rarity thanks to you guys, and I still love to kiss and cuddle with her just like on the first day. Phew, I didn't expect that it would take me so long to write it all down, and I'm sure I missed quite a bit, but that should do it for the moment. So I keep you guys updated on this thread here. Maybe some of you are interested in reading it. Maybe not. I don't care. I'm going to do it anyways. BTW, I also updated my AMA a bit. Rarity is, is now also there to answer your questions. 
And once again, going to Urban Dictionary, a tulpa is a Sanskrit word used to refer to a practice in Tibetan Buddhism in which a practitioner creates a sentient being through the power of thought. Quote unquote, thought form is a rough English equivalent. Has experienced a revival of sorts in recent years, originally centered on 4chan's paranormal board, brackets, slash X, before shifting to the My Little Pony board, slash MLP, and later various independent websites, primarily tulpa.info. And the second definition of tulpa is brony term for imaginary friend. Quote unquote, I whip out my dick and put it in her vagoo for my Applejack tulpa. There you go. And we'll move from that thread to a new thread in the my little waifu form, subform, general subform, off topic. In a thread started by Bron Your R, entitled Post Your Unpopular Opinions. And it goes like this. I saw a thread like this on another forum, and I thought it could be fun to see the opinions of the people here. Be civil about it, and remember that this is all in good spirit. Let's not tear each other apart because of simple opinions. I'll start. Democracy is the cruelest joke ever devised by the human brain. Adolf Hitler was an interesting individual. I like the Star Wars prequels to an extent. I'm anti-American, anti-American mentality, and anti-American government. I'm not against individual people, though. Capitalism is what will end up destroying our species and, indeed, the entire ecosystem. Disney is the worst thing to ever happen to Star Wars. Nationalism is repugnant. The entertainment industry glorifies and outright worships death and violence. The states, China, and Russia should just annihilate each other from the face of this planet and stop hindering the development of our species so that the rest of us can move forward towards a more progressive world. A world that's far removed from the primitive and outdated notions of yesterday that are being perpetuated by these three quote-unquote superpowers. Power is an illusion that disappears immediately when people stop believing in it. And Nintendo Knight writes, Oh, this is wonderful. I am a communist and think that capitalism is very evil and will lead to our demise, brackets, as you said. I really wish Canada would vote in a new communist party and usher in a new age. I generally dislike copyright and support copy left and similar movements. There are many, many laws I dislike, to be honest. And perhaps the most radical and disliked of all, don't throw things at me, guys. Funding on crazy scientific experiments in NASA, etc. should be cut in order to feed starving people, improve housing, and offer free education to all. What is the point of most scientific progress if it does not directly address the problems of the people? I get medicine, but most other things seem superfluous. And Earthbending Prodigy writes, As a libertarian, I am accused for both being either a left-wing nutjob or a right-wing nutjob, depending on the issue in question. I believe in government out your wallet as well as your pants. The government shouldn't be involved in marriage, period, end of story. Abortion is a horrible act of violence that has no place in a civilized society, brackets, except in cases where it is medically necessary. Terrorism is a law enforcement issue, not a military issue, making the so-called quote-unquote war on terror a complete and utter waste of time. Many of the quote-unquote conspiracy theories actually make more sense than the BS government is trying to shove down our throats. Hasbro is neither the Antichrist or perfect saints. They are simply less evil than the overwhelming majority of major corporations and a whole hell of a lot smarter, too. And the warden adds, My jimmies have been rustled from this thread. I'm impressed. And Jammin P. Rose writes, Okay, my turn. Incest should be legal as long as both parties are from the same generation and both consent. Religion is a plague that should never have existed because if it didn't, we may have already started ruling the stars. The punishment for taking up to three lives should be life in jail. Anything more, and you get a public execution. That is, if people want to watch. And that's about all I can think of. 
And the warden adds, okay, I'll go based on the opinions of a lot of people on the forums. I don't think 9-11 was a conspiracy nor the JFK assassination. I don't believe in most conspiracies. Religions suck massive dick. I like America, but not all of our government. Obama is not horrible. I could not care less about the NSA. Abortion should be legal. Polygamy should be legal. No, I don't think America is number one, but I'd say in the top ten. Come at me. And... Did Lohman writes, We are not special little snowflakes. 99% of us will do nothing of note with our lives. Humans are not the worst creatures that have ever lived. The LGBTQAA plus community has kind of killed itself with allowing everyone in. Socialistic works, healthcare, education, and other systems should be free for all. G1 was the best series. Women can rape men. And Chrysalis Lover adds, Oh boy, let's see what I have for this thread. I think this forum is dying, yet too many people are in denial that it is. I actually love the society slash world in which I live, despite its flaws. I think too many people in this forum are overly paranoid and slash or distrustful of one thing or another. I think people are greater than ponies, in the grand scheme of things. I hate conspiracy theorists, though that doesn't mean I don't agree with at least some of the base points they build off of, brackets, i.e. various degrees of governmental corruption and slash or flaws. I'd rather be killed off quickly in the wake of a huge social collapse, brackets, like what some fear the U.S. is coming to, then actually make an attempt to go on living in the lifestyle that would await. I don't think religion, by its basic slash original intents and purposes, is bad, just the people who misinterpret their faiths use it as an excuse to be assholes, etc. I think there is a noticeable percentage of the brony community that is, quote-unquote, bad in some way or another, brackets, rabid purists, rabid cloppers, etc. Perhaps about 25-40%. to 40%. Other than being in love with a character from MLP, I don't really feel I fit into the overall community of this forum. I think the uniqueness of every individual person is subjective, meaning that there's truth both behind thinking that a vast majority of people are all the same slash nothing unique and behind thinking that everyone is unique slash special in some way. I hate excessive cynicism and pessimism and feel that such outlooks only make life all the harder to enjoy to the best of one's abilities. The notion that quote-unquote ignorance is bliss does have a degree of truth and isn't 100% bad, depending on the situation. And Lesk writes, Well, I for one find it interesting to learn about other people's points of view, even if we might disagree at times, as long as everyone accepts one another. I don't see any problem with discussing ideas people consider to be unpopular. Well, anyways, here are some of mine. People are products of their experiences and traumata. Sometimes they might not be able to change for the sole purpose of quote-unquote fitting in. Allowing capitalism to define human nature is just plain wrong. Living in a quote-unquote fantasy world can be just as healthy as living quote-unquote, in the here and now. And suicide is not, quote-unquote, the pussy way out. And we'll finish this thread by reading from the My Little Waifu Forum, Subforum Waifu Central, Subforum General Discussion in a thread started by Dirty Do entitled Lover Shrines. And it goes like this. I had a weird idea in me head about if anyone had a though or acutely have a shrine to their lover. I know it is silly, but I am curious on what you all think about it. And Lesk writes, well... I have one. And Chrysalis Lover writes, I have one of sorts. It is with it that I take a lot of the photos of my memorabilia collection. And Dirty Do writes, I am sorry offended anyone. And Nintendo Knight adds, We're not offended. Just telling you that your ideas aren't silly, Dirty Do. You have good ideas. Smiling Pony Emoticon. And Taxman adds, I think this is a great idea, something I would have done myself if not for the lack of available space. Alas, my collectibles are scattered in various spots around my room. Lots of prints and storage in the closet due to want of frames. And Lesk replies again. For the record, I should probably mention that I don't have a shrine dedicated to Zed. No, sir. I have shrines of pretty much anything I'm obsessed with, including Half-Life, The Walking Dead, Firefly, Brackets, 
heart emoticon, and even Pokemon. So perhaps it ain't all that special in my case. And Taxman replies, If that's the standard to judge a shrine, then one could say I have cultivated a religion to Star Wars for almost two decades. And Dr. Lutessi writes, Even if I had the place to make up a shrine for rarity, I probably wouldn't do so. And just keep scatter stuff of her all over my room instead of piling it up in one place, because that way I get reminded of her anywhere I look in my room. Smiling pony emoticon. And... Barfind Validator writes, My desk and PC are shrines. She is everywhere. Wallpaper, figures, mouse pad, headphones, brackets, those to the ears, cursor, sounds, XD, only must buy now some wallpaper on wall, not on desktop. Smiling Pony Emoticon. Well, rarity is my wife. Goddess, princess, queen. She's in my heart and mind. Everywhere I'm, she is too. I'm her shrine, her heart, my brain. Our love is energy for me. And Flutterdash writes, mm, I do have a fair bit of merch of my lovely Fluttershy, most of which sits on my computer desk anyways, so I'm always looking at her. I guess you could say I have a shrine of Fluttershy on my desk computer. I've got a poster of her too above my monitor. Winking pony emoticon. And Chrysalis Lover adds, Here is an updated photo of my quote-unquote shrine, heart emoticon. And there's a link to a DeviantArt page, which says, Update, brackets, 731.14. Another update, this one featuring my new Pony Mania figure. Grinning Emoticon. This is a photo of my current collection of chrysalis memorabilia. Grinning Emoticon. As you see, it includes a large pillowcase, a trading card from the new Canterlot Knight series, the official basic trading card, the official standing trading cards from Series 2, brackets intact, the official gold foil trading card, a perler bead figure made by Cornelius Used Mond... Dash II, a one-of-a-kind large perler bead portrait by Perler Pony, the official brushable figure by Hasbro, the official blind bag figurine by Hasbro, a Philly perler bead figure by Perler Pony, a filler perler bead figure by Akira the Alicorn, a, sh a shadow box art by the Paper Pony, the official standee trading card from Series 2, brackets punched out, an etched shot glass by Emporium of Fluff, an etched pint glass by Emporium of Fluff, a soy candle with a chrysalis image on the tin by Pony Candles, a small print by Hex Vlog, a mint slash near mint copy of volume three of the IDW comics part three of four of the return of the queen chrysalis, a near mint copy of volume four of the IDW comics brackets part four of four of the quote unquote return of queen chrysalis, a medium pin slash button by button mashing, a large pin slash button by Britney designs, a large pin slash button by anthromorph seven, a large pin slash button by colors of cosplay, a small pin slash button by fanatical factory, a small pin slash button by the un 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 a medium pin slash button by the Minty Stitch, a medium pin slash button by Brackets Artist Unknown, a large pin slash button by Myrtle's Monsters, a large pin slash button by Myrtle's Monsters, a large pin slash button by Myrtle's Monsters, a gold pin by Skynet Beta, a keychain bottle opener by Fanatical Factory, a chibi badge by Death Taffy, a necklace with a pendant of Chrissy in a heart shape by, by Kwai Cave, the official dog tag released by Hasbro, a bottle cap necklace by Rocket Pop Crafts, a paper pendant necklace by Bunny Girl 2190, a pendant necklace by Nikki Ward Art, a pendant necklace by J Pep Art, a pendant necklace by Kichara, an acrylic charm necklace by Natural Pop Shop, a laminated badge by Texas Uber Alice, an official decal sticker by Hasbro, a bookmark from a chrysalis stationery set by Anthropomorph 7, a paperclip bookmark by Fanatical Factory, a charm by Kaka Ishish Chika, 
A small phone charm, bracket, can't remember the artist. A one-of-a-kind drinking-ding charm by Kabuki Colored. A charm of the loony... Well, love, this is all goes on forever. A charm by the loony hatter. The official basic training card. A Philly Shadowbuck arc by the Paper Pony. A keyring badge by Kwai Desu Desu. An acrylic keychain charm by Christy D. A metal keychain, brackets, artist unknown. A glow-in-the-dark keychain by We Love Fine. A pin-slash-button-shaped keychain by Biscuits Buttons. A Chinese-made, quote-unquote, knockoff, brackets, but still awesome plush. A chibi plush by Baby Pony Magic. A cube plush by Angel 99%. A thank you note and sketch by the un un unium. A pillow featuring a vector I commissioned from Genie O, purchased for me as a gift by Mezami9. The official Pony Mania figure by Hasbro. Hope you guys like it. On a related note, here's the recent screenshot I took of my desktop, tricked out with all sorts of Chrissy-themed features. And as another part of my Chrysalis collection, several t-shirts I've also purchased. And the desktop photo is of a pony saying, Oh, Chrysalis lover, you're the only one who really understands me. And the t-shirts, there are four t-shirts. And Taxman adds, Something I've been wondering, is it possible to go too far in the quest to collect souvenirs and build shrines to one's waifu? At what point does it cross over from affectionate to creepy? Yeah, I know it's a bit odd to ask considering how most of us, myself included, are of the mindset to proudly surround ourselves with tokens of our dearly beloved, arranging these in an altar to pay homage as if to a personal deity. Such is the nature of our waifus being icons, transdimensional spirit beings, or tulpay brackets depending on your beliefs. Yet simultaneously, they are also our intimate partners who live with us in reality, spending their days with us and, well, most 3D human companions might be a little concerned if their significant other had her slash his face plastered all over their room. Honestly, the only reason this thought entered my mind was having a discussion with a friend. The subject turned to some pony lovers who departed our community. One, as I learned, was of the impression that living with one's partner was reward enough and that plastering her face everywhere was ostentatious at best and creepily obsessive at worst. While I don't see it this way, brackets rarity didn't have an issue either. Nevertheless, it has provoked critical contemplation on one of the aspects of waifu and incorporeal love. And Chrysalis Lover writes, I'd say going too far with this is a rather subjective perspective. I'd say that regardless of how much you own, it's not going too far if you genuinely collect such stuff because you love said character and perhaps enjoy having this stuff for you to look at and admire. If you're just out to collect as much as you can to maybe boast to others, then maybe you've gone too far. Also, if you truly turn it into some quote-unquote shrine where you quote-unquote worship said character, that is perhaps an indication that you're taking all this too seriously. As real as our quote-unquote waifus may be to many of us, I think there is still that truth that they are cartoon characters rather than being real in the same sense as a physical human being who you'd run into everywhere in your normal life. Hence, with that said, it's not as awkward as, say, filling your room with images and whatnot of a real human person. Just my opinion. Well, what do you think of this? It certainly is confusing, but it's pretty straightforward in how confusing it is. This particular forum, I mean, the concepts that are going on in here are very complicated and convoluted. You have your waifu. You've got your bronyism. You've got this concept of bringing creatures into being just by thinking of them, or the tulpa thing, which I'm sure I'm pronouncing wrong. Uh, you know, clopping, you know, it's everything about it. There's so many, it's so obscured in, in uh, weird insider terms and oddness. You know, what can you say? Did you find it interesting? How many of you are actually clopping right now? Clopping to 
podcast clop pony podcast clop i guess i don't know i found this a a big head scratcher for myself personally i like cartoons a lot i don't think i have ever crushed out super hard on one uh i remember when i read the first pony podcast from the ml pony forums i did mention that i uh i when powerpuff girls came out i was like this is awesome and i believe they were designed by the same person as my little pony and the, the character design is super cool and whatnot but uh it is quite a phenomenon <laughs> that people have glommed onto this uh pop culture thing as fiercely as they have but i, I think we can all agree that friendship is magic so that's some common ground anyway uh, i hope you enjoyed it it was a weird thing to read but moving on a month this episode took me to make over a month this is the longest break I have been very busy and I apologize for not having one sooner hopefully I have another one ready to go right away so no more of those waits and as I said at the top of the show thanks for everyone for requesting magnets I'm running super low on the magnets right now so if you want one let me know hurry it up send your mailing address to Reads at gmail I have sent out a lot of envelopes and I have received very few photographs of the magnets in their new homes. So I just want to make sure people are getting the magnets. So if you are getting the magnets, let me know with the photo. Other than that, thanks as always to people who are writing reviews of the show on iTunes. Uh, It is super great to see them there. And um, there have been some like dazzlingly nice reviews. And that is always a nice thing to see. It warms the cockles. In other news, there is no other news. So with that, I'll wrap this up. My name's Lou. This has been Lou Reads the Internet for You, My Little Waifu Edition. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.